y'all. It's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sick. Today, I have a new special guest. Her name is Monique, and she is here to talk to us today. So I'm trying this new thing where I'm just really letting the, the people introduce themselves. So hey, Monique, girl, tell us what's going on. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I Okay, so my name is Monique. I live yes. in Seattle. Um, born and raised on the West Coast. Um, Wait, I... I have to say that I've never met anyone that was, I never met a black girl oh that was my born gosh. and raised in Seattle. Like that is odd to me. Go on. First of all, first of all, we <laughs> exist. We're a real species. I get that so often. Um, I lived in California for a while also. I went there for undergrad um, and people all the time were like, there's black people in Seattle? I didn't know Yes, that. I did not know that. Not aware. <laughs> oh yeah born and raised in seattle did live in california for a little while but i've been on the west coast my whole life um hey yes what am i doing with my life now um right now i'm in grad school <laughs> um get my master's in higher education <laughs> i also work at a um university out here in seattle as an academic advisor I do that by day and by night. I um, operate my fun little Instagram platform. I should stop calling it little. It's not little. I operate it's not little. Platform. Nothing we do is little. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yes, I manage Happy Black Girl, um, which is currently an Instagram platform, soon to be more. Yes. And we are definitely going to get into that. Y'all, I met Monique at my wedding, actually. She was a wedding uh guest plus one for Reese her boo <laughs> and Reese is Dante's friend I think Dante has talked about Reese every time he's been on the podcast he's mentioned him so if y'all listen to the past episodes y'all know who Reese is and Monique was a guest there and you really were super quiet and I was telling Dante I was like then I was like she's so quiet like she's so quiet and Dante was like, she was around a whole bunch of people she didn't know. And I was like, that's, you know, that's true. It's easy for me to say, like, it was my shindig. So, but, um, so when I came across your profile, which I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but when I came across your profile, happy black girl, and then I realized that it was like you, I was like, well, hold on a minute. This is something. <laughs> and I was just so excited about it. I watched all your videos and it was like, I was meeting you for the first time. Well, look at that. I was like, oh, this is this is Monique. Okay, I see, like, what's going on here? Yeah. So that's just, quiet girls are not always quiet, okay? Let's just put it like that. And you and know, so that's really something I'm working to overcome, <laughs> even with this platform, because I'm like, ooh, I gotta, like, actually get up here and talk. And I'm like, ooh, people don't need to be talking. <laughs> but I have words. I say things. Girl, you got words, okay? You got whole words, honestly, affirmations and everything. So it's nice to see that side. So starting off, uh, lately I've been popping off each episode with just like a check-in um, because things have been so crazy as it is. And you live on the West Coast, sis. Like, I don't know, it might be something different going on over there, but it's a little bit crazy over here. So just like, tell us what's going on and how you're doing, how you've been coping. What's up? You know, I'm I'm doing. I'm taking 2020 week by week. I decided I have to do it that way because this is a year of roller coasters in okay. a significant way. 
um <laughs> shoot from viruses to the west coast being on fire a few weeks ago yes um God. you know right now i'm thinking a lot about nigeria and it's upcoming elections yes. it's been pretty heavy on my heart um mm. definitely send some prayers out there hashtag and stars um yes but you know just but at the same time, focusing on my blessings, I'm really grateful that I started a new job this week and being grateful for the blessings that do still come. Um, so, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. <laughs> I love to hear that. And, and um, that it, what I find hard sometimes is like that balance that you mentioned where it is you know, a lot of things going on like COVID. I had COVID and it was, I thought I was about to die. So you have something that is stream as COVID and fires and, you know, people losing their jobs every day and then still wanting to be grateful because it is still lit during, you know, social distancing. It's still lit during the COVID season or era that we're in. So it's like, how do you balance that sort of, that gratefulness? Because sometimes with people who don't have, they might feel like you're bragging about it or, you know, like you're, you're uh, tone deaf or not, you know, paying attention to what's going on in the world. So like that is such a, that's a thin line a lot of times. You know, it is. And I, I struggle with that. Even sometimes when I want to talk up like on the platform, platform, which is about being happy and being like, you know, mm. positive, but also, you know, we live in the real world. It's not always positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think a lot for me is definitely, um, it's a choice to be grat to find gratitude. Um, you know, even as I say things are okay for me this week, um, I had mm -hmm. a pretty rough 2020 even personally. Um, and kind of through all that, I had to find like, okay, there's gotta be at least one thing in the world that I'm, that's positive, right? One thing out yeah. there that I'm happy for. And if anything, it's, it's, it was a choice for survival. Like personally, Ooh. I, I, I couldn't spend all 2020 feeling like how I felt in like my lows, you know, um, yeah. it wasn't healthy. It wasn't good for me. And it helped, it wasn't keeping me in perspective of the good that I do still have. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's important to recognize even in your pits that there are still positives out there to be aware for, to be aware of. Yeah. Um, and so really choosing to, to spend some time to find those things every day um and I'm also grateful for just like my community because I had other people who were on social media talking about what they're grateful mm -hmm. for or people who were you know texting me affirmations or whatever and that was also I think a lot of my motivation mm -hmm. um and so you know even now as I come to where I am now I have to be like you know I gotta I gotta call out my gratitude when it is there because I just yeah like I said I can't stay in that cycle um because I'll yeah. never get out of it Wow. Beautifully said. I 100% agree with that. Like you, sometimes you gotta notice the roses instead of the thorns, right? Yeah. You mentioned your platform, which again, the title of this podcast is Happy Black Girl. So I just want to get into it. You mentioned this new Instagram platform that you created and I instantly loved it because like I said, it was real, it was lighthearted, it was refreshing to see you in that way. And so I was like, okay, th this is everything. And I reached out to you immediately because of that. Um, the name itself goes against the narrative that black women are angry and overly aggressive. So why did you create this platform and what does it mean to be a happy black girl? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there's a lot to say there, but I think, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about like what it means to be a happy black girl first and foremost? It's a mindset. Um, for mm-hmm. me, I think it's it's a commitment to one um, continuously working towards self improvement, creating um, a life of you know, of of joy, of achieving goals, realizing goals, dreams, things like that, um, and really actively going after those things and kind of creating the life you want to see for yourself. You know, your best life, mm-hmm. like you like to say, um, mm-hmm. while also choosing, I think, to be unbothered by a lot of like the limiting messaging either externally or even internally um, that comes mm-hmm. your way. Cause I think um, for me, I know reflecting on my own journey, I have definitely have kind of internalized a lot of just like limiting things, either people saying I'm not X, Y, Z enough, or I need to be more of X, Y, Z, or, you know, even telling myself, well, this is only for pe- only people who are like this can do these cool things, or I'm not mm-hmm. X, Y, Z enough to do, you know, yada, yada. Um, whatever it may be, and just kind of putting all these limitations about what I'm not and what I can't do and what I shouldn't be. Um, Mm -hmm. And even speaking with like, you know, people in my circle, that's not uncommon, you know, just, I think particularly amongst Black women, there is a lot of just negativity that comes, that comes our way, right? Like, look at 2020 is an example of just how much um, Black women are not valued in this country um, or in this society. And I think, um, just choosing not to let that stop you, you know, mm. recognizing, you know, whatever you may have been told, or whatever you may have believed, but also recognizing that you can overcome that and, and pushing through regardless. And so really with this platform, um, and Black women do that all the time. We're skilled at that. Um, right. I think Magnus Adams example, right? She got shot in both feet and then came back a few weeks later looking fabulous on Instagram, working, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Speaking, telling her story, got performances. Yes. Um, You know, and she's, she's been through it. Right. Um, So I kind of wanted this platform one to kind of celebrate the excellence that black women are um, Mm -hmm. and kind of show those examples while also kind of encouraging some balance, um, encouraging um, us to also remember to, you know, prioritize ourselves, take some time to, to rest, take some time to care for yourself. Um, understand that it's not selfish to, you know, put yourself first sometimes. It's not lazy to want to take a, a rest today. Um, yeah. And kind of actively being like, <clears throat> I don't know who, I don't know what they told you, but it's a lie. You know, you, you be you, <laughs> yeah. you prioritize yourself and you go after that. And that's okay. Because honestly, is how you like, hmm. Like I, a lot of ways, like being happy is a selfless act because when you are your mm-hmm. best self and when you fill yourself up, that's when you are at your best capacity to do the most good for other people. Yeah. But I just feel like that message isn't isn't sent a lot. I didn't receive that um, enough mm-hmm. growing up, and so I kind of wanted to bring this platform out also to kind of be that voice for other people um, yeah. in a way that I needed multiple times throughout my journey and that I still need on a regular basis. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, even when I think about the idea of being angry, like that's a message that was brought to us, you know? And even since some that Black women are angry, it's like, okay, but are you listening to why we're angry? Are you mm-hmm. paying attention to like, what is, what is bringing that out? Because I'm not angry. I'm frustrated today. I'm bothered right. by something. I'm passionate today. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other words choosing to call me angry. Um, and that's some BS. It, it, it really is because it, 
that's not like you said a lot of times it's not our reality like mm-hmm. I could remember um when I, I actually lived in San Diego for five years and so I know about that west coast life a little mm. bit okay <laughs> um and I was uh, in the military and I was often the only black woman on shift and so with that military the navy is very white male heavy mm. and so th- I was pinned you know angry and so like my last name was taylor like you and uh, they would call me tay tay right and so every time they would come into contact with me they always addressed me with a a sense of like almost like they had a wall up assuming that i was gonna be upset or come at them aggressively and it's like whoa whoa chill girl it's like first i'm not your girl you know, and we're in a professional setting and I'm speaking to you in a professional tone, but just that you placed it. I could have been having a good ass day before I came in here, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're, you're judging me based off of what, what you thought. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it speaks to what, it speaks to what you're saying. It's another level of us, of something that we have to go through or overcome. Like, yeah, you guys say that I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Now I got to fight even harder to, to keep my happiness. Not only do I have to find it and then become happy. Now I got to fight to keep it or mm-hmm. justify for you. Yeah. Cause then also it's when a, you are actually angry and justifiably angry, it undercuts that also. So when we spoke prior to this, um, you said something that had me like shook. Okay. <laughs> you said that black women are not encouraged enough to find their own joy. Instead, we have to keep pushing forward. And we hear things like, you'll be happy when, or girl, once you do this, X, Y, and Z, you know? And I related to that so much. Um, And many times I have chosen not to celebrate what I perceive to be small accomplishments because society or my culture has placed it, that's not important, that's not special, that's not something that you need to celebrate. You celebrate when you get that you know doctorate or whatever mm-hmm. and so I choose not to celebrate myself and it becomes like a almost like a rewiring of your brain it's like no this is something that I can do I don't have to be miserable in this job or whatever so let's talk about it yeah for sure um I think when I think about that you know for me growing up um I had like a really um, I want to say so much strict childhood. My parents weren't playing no games um, and they really Fast. encouraged, okay, <laughs> we were playing no games. Um, they really encouraged like high achievement, you know, perfectionism mm. almost. Um, and just really like, you know, I had work to do from a young age. Um, and so I think it was like, there was some positives came out of that. You know, I learned to be future oriented and push through challenges, hard work, all those good mm-hmm. things that in some ways did help me out in life or in many ways helped me out in life. Um, but I think I also noticed that I started to become a little toxically attached to accomplishments. Um, it's mm. like the balance in like the messaging I received growing up about, you know, you work hard, but also, you know, it's not all of who you are or your hard work, mm-hmm. your accomplishments, your, your next degree, your next job, your next whoever, like that's not mm-hmm. all of who you are. And I felt like I didn't hear enough of that. 
So I kind of got to a point where I was just really attached to either accomplishments and like external validation. You know, I was always looking wow. for the next goal. Um, and I was always really like stressed out about how do I keep up, you know, mm-hmm. keeping up with everyone else around me or keeping up with what expectations put on me mm-hmm. by this age or all of those things, you know. Um, wow. And it was it wasn't healthy. Um, it wasn't bringing me anything, I think, personally fulfilling. Um, it was kind of more so, yeah, just focused on like, okay, well, how do I, how do I keep up, I guess, this image of me mm. um, rather than being who I am. Girl. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> right. Um, and like I said, I, I'm in grad school and I kind of had this moment um, about a year ago, halfway through grad school, where I was just like, I woke up. I was like, I was in school, I was stressed, I was, I was working two jobs at one point in time, going to school full time, um, and just like pushing through, right, and just um, feeling like I was overwhelming myself, but also not, I was like almost afraid to step back, you know, I was afraid Mm -hmm. to kind of acknowledge that Monique, you're doing, you're doing the most, and you're not even doing the most for a reason, like at this point, I'm just doing the most to get another line on my resume. I'm doing the most just to mm-hmm. say I finished grad school in two years um, or just to say I did, you know, whatever I was supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. It was like, I am burning myself out for what, <laughs> you know, I'm burning myself right. out. Like, I'm like, but I'm tired. You know, everyone else is proud of me. I'm getting, oh, Monique, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well. And I'm like, I'm glad mm-hmm. y'all are proud. I'm low-key miserable inside. Like, I'm not liking anything that's going on right now. <laughs> like I'm not happy and kind of in that moment I kind of realized that this was a pattern I do this over and over again I go to Mm. undergrad things happen I keep pushing through I get a job I don't like or whatever but I keep pushing through because I'm supposed to do these things I get in a relationship that isn't the best for me but I'm pushing through and and holding on to it because I Mm. I need to have a man or whatever um uh, not my current relationship he's great but you know right um and like this is a habit I have and finally I was like girl you are now almost through your entire 20s and what have you done for yourself for real for real Mm. um you know what have you really done just just because it brings you joy just because it's happy you know or what are you doing even on a regular basis just to make sure that you're good um yeah um just hitting the next you know accomplishment that you think you have to hit and I was like girl I need to stop um and so kind of through that and through the process of kind of reflecting on like how did I even get to this way why am I this way what is what is Mm -hmm. doing this to me is when I realized I was like I need to put more effort into um I guess just more effort into not worrying about that that outside bullshit like just not trying to be that person Um, yeah yeah and I think I can't remember your original question but (laughs) Um, I think you answered. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you you definitely answered it. Yeah, that um that was deep. Like, mm-hmm. and I related to that so much. Like, we talk about perfectionism and overcoming like that. What I call people pleasing spirit yes. all the time. We talk about that all the time on this show, and it's just because that I think that's something that a lot of Black women go through specifically. Um, and it does a lot of times stem from the childhood and in the way that we came up. And so when you said that you were, um, I, I found it interesting 
I feel like we have a lot, we have a lot of the same feelings um, and maybe a little bit of the same upbringing, but when it, when you mention uh, sort of trying to keep up with the validation, mm-hmm. for me, um, it was more so I didn't get a lot of validation. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that anything I did was good until I got that pat on the back, because if I got a pat on the back, mm-hmm. it had to be really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it became like, well, no one clapped for me. So it must not have been worth it. Instead of being, well, no, you clapped for yourself because you did something and you're proud of that. And so that became an unwiring in a sense. So it's funny how we sort of had the same feeling, but we went about chasing it two different ways. And and I think that speaks for a lot of women. Yeah, that's real. Um, And I think that also sticks to me a little bit because I feel like Something I also noticed is that what I was getting validation for wasn't actually things I liked. Like when I just mm. went over things that were just fun to me, like I love to dance, for instance. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm I'm a good dancer, but I never was the best dancer. So when mm-hmm. I was out there dancing, I never got a ton of validation for that. But I got a lot of validation for getting a great for getting a good grade in school. You know, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, yes, dancing is more fun for me. But if getting an A on this paper, I can't stand. Um, gives me the validation that I need to go after that you know yeah Not even after what. I get that yeah I get that and so then the question becomes who are you because mm-hmm. if you're if you're valuing yourself based on the the hand clap of others then how do you start validating yourself how mm-hmm. do you figure out what that is for you and how do you learn who you are through that exactly exactly and that's why I had to like I had to cut off the external validation like I had to be like I actually do not care what anyone has to say about this Mm. like I'm about to do me because I feel like it and I want to and we about to rock with it that way um because at the end of the day like I'm not living for nobody else no one else is living this life Mm -hmm. but me ain't no one else feeling this way but me so why am I making myself feel bad to make you feel better wow can we just like (laughs) woo? That's me snapping, y'all. That is so deep. And can I tell you, it took me so long to get to even half a centimeter close to that in my own life. Like, that's something I feel like I constantly have to work on. Get into that place of just, I I, I don't care. Like, it doesn't, whatever, man. Like, it is what it is when you're in. So I think that's a beautiful space to be. And I am striving towards that more and more every day. So when I think about that, I think about that mantra, do what makes you happy. Like we just talked about Mm -hmm. happiness is, you know, selfish. It should be a little selfish, Mm -hmm. right? But it's also selfless because if you're the best version of you, then that's helpful for everyone else. Like you were saying. No one be around you when you, when you, uh, (laughs) grumpy and sad. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That make yourself happy. So you act better. (laughs) (laughs) So because of that, like, you know, a a lot of these women who aren't doing that, they are not showing up for themselves anymore because they've already given themselves away to everyone and everything else. So what what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, when I think about that, I think about my mom, um, Mm -hmm. who, um, and also as a woman in my life as well, but definitely my mom, who I always saw act as superwoman growing up. Like she held mm. it down throughout my whole childhood, um, really making sure that like we had all that we needed. We had far over our head. We had, you know, 
food, all the things that we needed, no matter what was going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, being completely honest, like it was hard for her at times. And I could see it was hard for her at times, but she never, she always got figured it out, always got it done, um, was always there for everybody. You know, my dad, me, family members, whoever, like she showed up, um, but I never saw her really take time away for herself. I never saw her, mm-hmm. um, you know, I saw a lot of examples of her um, almost, I guess, sacrificing herself for others. And yeah. I think that was a really common narrative, I think, just throughout many branches of my family. I think this kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, this message that like, you know, sacrificing yourself for others is good. Like that's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, taking time mm-hmm. for yourself is selfish, um, you know, or it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not, what you're supposed to be doing um and so I always felt like I, I saw that a lot um and I saw it wear on her but I never saw her uh really do for herself so I don't feel like so feel like part of that also I internalized that as well and that I didn't always mm. learn how to take time for myself Ooh, yeah um, that's good because you know, then also at the same time like my mom like I absolutely like looked up to her so much like she was the strongest person I knew um she was my mm. best friend my role model she was everything um but yeah like I said she never taught me how to take care of myself I had to teach that to myself um Mm -hmm. because I think also in looking up to her and trying to kind of do what she was doing I burnt myself out each time like be it at work and romantic Mm -hmm. relationships with family friendships like I tried to be everything to everybody else and I was Mm -hmm. over and over again getting burnt out um and for me it's even turning into a cycle I was like well why can you know why can other people do this why could so and so in my life do this but I can't you know am mm-hmm. I just too lazy am I just not working hard enough at this am I not trying hard enough should I be better yada 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 which turned a whole other cycle of like negative thinking and foolishness yeah. right um but yeah it just wasn't working out for me to be that person um and that's when I first kind of I think it was a therapist actually told me that y'all get therapy therapy's great um but- number one <laughs> side note um but yeah I had a therapist kind of first intro to me the concept of filling your own cup and this idea that you can't pour from an empty cup like you just can't um because if I'm trying to mm-hmm. you know because trying to be there for others while I'm burnt out like just makes us all unhappy because I'm now I'm, I'm half-assing my work for other people um not you know fully showing up for myself I'm tired I'm moody I'm grumpy yeah. like don't and no one wants to be around that when I could have just set up a boundary and been like you know what I can't Mm. Mm. yeah you know and in that boundary that probably would have and in that time of just saying no today and you know resting or whatever I need to do for myself Mm -hmm. like the next day now I am in a much better mindset to be here of like what did you need yesterday can I help you now (laughs) or maybe I'm just not going to help you and you'll find someone else because you actually right. don't need to be everything to everyone because there are actually other Hello? people out there but <laughs> exactly and if I don't do it who, who gonna do it somebody else could somebody else got it if you didn't know me who would you ask go find that person right the point is like you don't even actually need me for this you're just used to me doing this for you exactly go find somebody else do it yourself mm-hmm. uh, yes yeah, you cannot be everything to everybody and I love that concept of filling your own cup. My mm-hmm. therapist, shout out to Dr. B. I think the most important thing that she's ever told me in all of the sessions that we've gone in, 
She said, Kiara, you cannot be Merry Christmas to everybody. Ooh, I like that. And that stuck with me. Like, I say it all the time to myself now. I can't, look, I can't be Merry Christmas to everybody, okay? Somebody gonna have to get April Fool's Day. Because at this point, I'm sick of it, you know, and I need time for me. And so before her really exposing me in that, um, I was like, wow, you know, this is just my role. I'm just supposed to please everybody. I'm a people pleaser, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to make everybody else happy because as long as they're happy, there's no conflict. And then I don't have to like live in chaos mm-hmm. or whatever else. Like everything, you know, will be fine. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to a testament to to childhood a little bit. Um, but in that, I lost myself and that's why I asked you that question who how do you figure out who you are because at that point I hadn't I didn't know you know I was I was so used to just conforming to what everybody else was doing I was a chameleon honestly Mm -hmm. Um, I could play any role you gave me so then learning then that I actually don't have to do this and y'all can figure it out on your own and I have to focus on me that became empowering and enlightening once I figured out that that's what it was yeah yeah and I think I came eventually to the realization that I can do more for others and live with less less stress and regret if I prioritize myself a little bit more and I was like girl yeah let me find out that's something that, that's real <laughs> let me find out I'm doing this for no reason let me, <laughs> let me practice new habits today <laughs> okay we changed in tonight all right (laughs) so I love the conversation we've been having and like I said before I am so super excited about happy black girl just just from looking at the post chat I'm just excited about it through that but what's next for happy black girl what what can we expect to see from you yeah, so what's next? I'm actually, I'm going to be starting a, a virtual event series soon. I'm calling it Chill Um, And so what it oh. is, is um, starting on November 1st. Actually, we are first, um, our first session at 12 p.m. Hey. All right, all right. Keep an eye out for it. Um, <laughs> but what we're going to be doing through this series and what I kind of have coming up is going to be just really just uh, uh, one hour events focused on just like wellness and rejuvenation. So either we're doing, you know, some meditation, we could be doing yoga, or we could just be having a good like rejuvenating conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so on November 1st, I'm actually going to be um, speaking um, about just embracing your power. Um, yeah. Which for me is a pretty personal topic. Cause I think um, along with all these limiting mindset and limiting messaging that I've internalized I've also internalized a lot of fear um Mm -hmm. and that fear just as much can hold you back just as much as being tired like if you're just afraid to try um you know you can't realize or fully embrace all the gifts that you've been given um and can do so much good with um and so I'm just gonna go up in there Mm -hmm. and kind of chat a little bit about what that means what it's meant for me um hopefully have a nice little conversation with my uh, happy black girls out there um, about what that could have meant for them as well. So check it out. That's what's coming up. Um, yes, I will be a part of that, honey. I need to see how to chill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am always, always, always looking for positive affirmations, uh, Bible verse, 
a mantra, I don't know, anything that just keeps me on the positive side because I have anxiety bad, you know? And so, well, I'm, you know, I'm not even going to claim it like that. They said I have anxiety and they might be right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But with that, I need to really like focus on my power and also chill Mm-hmm. Um, and what helps me chill are those positive quotes and reminders that let me know that like you good bro like you just gotta you know kind of handle it right now but you're you're okay and right. so if you could just please please share with us a positive affirmation or a quote mm-hmm. um, that's helpful for you and gets you through those more difficult times yeah I think one of my favorite um, quotes is what's meant for me can't miss me um I guess but yes it's this idea because like, I also you know anxiety be kind of come for me as well um <laughs> it's like I can't <laughs> a little bit <laughs> right um but just kind of with that you know sometimes I get so concerned that if I make this mistake or if I don't do something I am somehow going to you know miss an opportunity or mess something up for myself in the long run and that's not true you know I might make a mistake it might cause some bumps in the road but if it was something really meant for me it can't miss me it's gonna find its way back Ooh. around um um any opportunity that i need to be having i need to be doing on this journey called life i will be able to do i just need to stay authentic and true to the mission oh sis that's a shirt i'm sorry i don't know <laughs> if you was thinking about making shirts before but if you do that's a shirt y'all don't take her words <laughs> what's meant, meant for me won't miss me need to be on a shirt asap so go ahead because that that's that is a word and i will wear that on a t-shirt every day show <laughs> thank you so much monique for coming on and just sharing with us your happy black girl spirit i feel so understood when i take a look at your instagram and when i talk to i feel like i relate to you so much and that's really exciting because i am always inducting women into my sisterhood and i would love for you to be a part of whatever fruit and steak has going on next connect maybe get a group chat going you know whatever it is but i was so (laughs) girl come on I would love to just like, I'm so excited to see what's next for Happy Black Girl and what's next for you. You're on your way. So if you just want to real quick, before we go, give them your all your socials so they can do their Googles and find you. And let's go from there. For sure. So I am on Instagram at Happy Black Girl Co. That's all one word. Happy Black Girl yes. Co. Um, check us out. I'll be out there posting and on the stories and in the things. Yes. So, yes, please come through. Um, thank you so much, Kira, for having me on. This has been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> no problem, girl. You can come back anytime. This is yeah. only the beginning for a sake and happy black girl code.